You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Preview week three of the NFL season is Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSided. You can follow him on the old X at Ian MacBets. And I knew this is how we were going to start. I knew this was coming. So let's just go ahead and rip off the Band-Aid quickly because your Atlanta Falcons are 2-0. and You yes. get an opportunity now to have your victory lap. But after you're done getting winded on your victory lap, tell us how the Falcons will do against the Lions because Detroit is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, this is what I'll say about, about the Falcons. Um First of all, first 2-0 starts since 2017. That's great. This, this, the Falcons are a good team. I, I think I can feel comfortable saying that. Notice how I didn't say they're, they're, they're a great team. They're a good team. They're going to be... In the I league. hope not. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if we beat the Lions this week, they might be a great team. But right now, I'll oh settle God. with good. Uh, and what's been most impressive about this Falcons team, and it's something uh, that I kind of expected in the offseason was their defense has clearly improved quite a bit. Uh, they got a lot of pieces in this offseason, a lot of veterans, uh, including Jesse Bates, who's looked great through the first two games from Cincinnati, uh, that has improved this defense. In fact, if you look at opponent yards per play so far this season, I know it's two weeks, it's a small sample size, but it's the Cleveland Browns, it's the Dallas Cowboys, and it's the Atlanta Falcons who are allowing the third fewest yards per play in the NFL. I am excited about this team. We're playing defense. We're running the football. Bijan Robinson's averaging 6.2 yards per carry. So, yes, the Falcons are a good team. And, yes, I will be once again betting on the Falcons to cover the spread here against the Lions, three and a half point underdogs. I'm not going to take their money line. I'm not going to be that bold. Uh, but with them getting three points, I do like the Falcons in this spot. I don't know what to think of, of the Lions yet. I don't know if they're as good as all their offseason hype made them out to be. Maybe they are, uh, but their secondary certainly has some issues, especially if C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, he's going to be out this week, could be done for the season. So that's a- another injury and an already not very deep secondary. I think the Falcons can hang with this team. I'm excited to see what this Falcons defense can do once again. So I will once again bet on the good team, the Atlanta Falcons, three-point underdogs. This is outrageous. Just outrageous. <laughs> I think you know deep down in your heart that your Falcons are fraudulent. And you're no, happy, you're 2-0, and, oh, and no. you don't want to come out and admit it. Listen, I need to have a conversation with Chelsea because for a couple of years, you would laugh <laughs> at her about her fraudulent Titans. And now, now they're off your, your hated list. Like, I'm looking at bets, uh, bet-sided right now, and I see Ian McMillan's most fraudulent teams in the NFL. Bucks, Commanders, 1-2. Okay, I can buy into that. You got the Cowboys, number three? The best team yes! in the NFL right now. The yes! Four Chargers, five. And he doesn't even mention his Falcons. What is this? 
No, because the Falcons are actually a good football team. You have you, you have to not be a good football team, or at least not be as good as people think you are, for you to be fraudulent. Nobody still believes in the Falcons, although it is kind of ironic. I was giving Chelsea the hard time about the Titans, and now Arthur Smith has come to the Falcons from the Titans and basically has just turned them into uh-huh. a different version of the Titans running the ball and playing defense. But no, they're not a fraudulent team because everybody, including you, Joe, still thinks that they suck. So maybe if at some point this season people start calling them a good football team, then maybe they might crack the list, but it's, it's, it's not happening yet. Ah, oh, I love it, Ian. I see no lies with the Cowboys making your fraudulent list. All right, oh, let's talk lies. about the Giants. <laughs> Listen, the Cowboys, yes, total score, final score in the first two games, huge blowouts, but actually didn't really outplay either of those teams, in my opinion. They were the beneficiaries oh of a lot of they were. The Jets actually outgained them last week in yards per play, but the Jets turned the ball over four times, stop. so the Cowboys win by 20 points. Ian, stop. Can we go stop. to break now? What is going on here? I'm just saying. They play the Jets or the Giants. Yes. The Dallas slander is welcomed. Thank you. I've been on an island about this. No, it's uh, let's island. look at Thursday. Thursday night football, the Giants <laughs> outscored 16 to nothing through the first six quarters. Then they have that amazing comeback. Uh, huge dogs tonight. A ten and a half is the number. Which side total props do you like for Thursday night football? Yeah, I'm gonna back the Giants. Um mainly because uh, they actually didn't get outplayed by the Cowboys in, in week one. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was that was a bad game. But they're, they're, the Giants aren't as bad as they looked in that game. They aren't as bad as they looked in the first uh, six quarters. I th- and they're probably not as good as they looked in the second half against the Cardinals either. So the Giants are one team that I kind of just have to forget about the first two games, as, as weird as that sounds. i got to kind of stick to my preseason evaluation of this Giants team, which they're actually kind of similar to the Falcons, where they're, I, I think they are a good team, not great, but good. And if you asked me to set this line before the season started between the 49ers and the Giants, I would not be making the 49ers a double-digit favorite. Should the 49ers be favored? Absolutely. Probably favored by a touchdown, maybe seven, seven and a half, eight and a half. But all the way up to the double-digit mark, I can't get to there with this uh, with this New York Giants team. Uh, if Daniel Jones can keep running the ball effectively, actually, like he did in the second half against the Cardinals, I think that's going to kind of keep them in this game. And the 49ers might be a little bit overvalued after the first two weeks. I'm trying my very best not to overreact to, to a two-game sample size, and I, I think the 49ers are a very, very, very good team. But still, a double-digit point spread, especially on Thursday Night Football, just seems like a lot uh, to me. Okay, question when it comes to process. Maybe it's a two-parter here. Uh, yes. We'll worry about the Cowboys later, because I know you're taking the Cardinals on the money line, whatever. Uh, when it comes to the <laughs> NFC South, yes. I, I know you're super excited about the Falcons. I know a lot of people who are excited about the Falcons. That's fine, but the Saints are still favored to win that division. A bet MGM plus 120, Falcons plus 150. They are two-point dogs, the Saints are, to the Packers. And so kind of a two-part question. Why do you think that the Saints are still the favorites to win the division? And who do you like between Saints and Packers with the Packers uh, getting to? I think they're probably just still favored to win the division because obviously they have the most experience. And I guess you could probably say best quarterback in the NFC South. So I think that's kind of what separates the Saints from, from the rest of the division. Obviously, Baker Mayfield is, is experienced as well. But 
Um, Saints do have Derek Carr, who has shown flashes of being a really good quarterback at times. And the Saints do have a really good defense as well, uh, a fantastic pass defense, which is actually why uh, I like them against the Packers as well. Because I know Jordan Love has thrown for th- uh, three touchdowns in e- each of his first two starts this season. But also, he's only completing 55.7% of his passes so far this season as well. So I think that those touchdowns uh, that he's throwing is kind of covering up a a little bit of an accuracy issue. I mean, 55% completion percentage, it's going to be tough to continue to win games when you're only completing uh, 55% of passes. So now he has to face a, a Saints pass defense, which completely shut down Ryan Tannehill in week one, completely shut down Bryce Young in, in week two. Uh, so I do like the Saints here. Uh, I'm going to take the two points just in case, but uh, the Saints do need to stop turning the ball over. That was their biggest issue last year. I actually thought the Saints were a, a pretty good team last year, but they just were turning the ball all, uh, over all over the place and didn't get a lot of takeaways on defense. And I don't know if going to get Derek Carr was the right solution to that problem because Derek Carr has had issues turning the ball over, which he has this mm-hmm. year. Um, already. So uh, I do like the Saints um, in this matchup, but if they want to have long-term success and win the NFC South, they got to fix their turnover issues. Ian, I saw earlier in the week, you took the Bears and the points against the Kansas City Chiefs Ugh. in Arrowhead, and you've got all this drama. I, I was surprised that the line didn't move. Like, I get it. You want to mm. stick to the stuff on the field and Okay, but I would think it's at least worth a half a point. There's no way they're preparing like they would in a normal week, even in those normal weeks don't usually go well for the Bears. Uh, are, are you thinking that the bet's an L? Are you considering actually buying out of the bet? Like, where, where would you put it in confidence now? Yeah, I don't have a ton of confidence in it. I'm not going to buy out of it. I'll, I'll, I'll just stick with it and see and see what happens. I mean, it is a... a a massive, massive spread. And I was low on the Bears heading into the season. I don't think they're a good team. I think they're certainly one of the worst 10 teams, maybe worst five teams in the NFL. But still, this big of a spread, these kinds of spreads are kind of reserved, in my opinions, for like the worst one, two, maybe three teams in the league. So it's it's still a lot of points. I mean, we've seen a lot of backdoor covers already this season. Uh, and it can be relatively easy to get a backdoor cover when you're a 12 and a half point underdog as well. Um, now I say that, and I'm sure halfway through the second quarter, it'll be 24, nothing for the chiefs and, I, and I'll regret it. It's an ugly bet. Um, Justin Fields got to get going though. He is talented. Uh, I thought the, the amount of MVP action he was getting was insane, but he is a talented quarterback. I agree with his comments. I think he, he's been playing too robotic this season. Um, so I do like his comment about that because I, I think if he plays a little bit more freely, this week, I think that's going to end up in a good result for him. And if he's can be, you know, take off with his legs a little bit more than he has, they got to let Justin Fields be Justin Fields. And if they do, he can do something in this game. They don't got to do a lot to cover this point spread. Just something. Give me two touchdowns. <laughs> Bills at Commanders. This spread at six and a half. Commanders have shown some improvement. Bills obviously look inconsistent. What side do you like here? Uh, I like the Bills in this spot. I'm just not high on the Commanders whatsoever. I can see the Commanders being a team that I'm just going to lose money betting against week in and week out. Um, I, I know their offense has scored points, but I just, I don't know. Maybe I just can't accept the fact that Sam Howell's a good quarterback. Um, and I, 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 I'm, I'm high on the Bills. I still don't, even last week against the Raiders, I didn't thought, I, they won by a lot, but I didn't think they showed their best stuff. I think the Bills are going to come out a little bit hot now. I am high on them. 
Um, a lot of Josh uh, Allen slander early in the season. I'm not going to fall for that. I still think this Bills team is a top team in the AFC. And I think it's about time the commanders take a step back here. Uh, like Joe mentioned, I have them in my, in my fraudulent rankings. I see a lot of people starting to talk about how good the commanders are. I do not agree with that. I think they're not a good team. Uh, and I think they're going to show it this week against, against the Bills. I'll take Buffalo. Fair enough. When I'm looking at Broncos Dolphins, uh, I made the case uh, in our last segment here on BetQL Daily, which Ian, I know you were listening to intently. I made the case that the Broncos uh, should be faded here. And I want to back the Dolphins in large part because Denver is just playing a lot of undisciplined football. Not necessarily yeah. something that I'm going to care about every single time, but this number looks fairly sharp. So I'm trying to find something, excavate something that will help me side one way or the other. And I think it's just the undisciplined football, all the penalties in high leverage situations. That's why I'm backing the Dolphins here at minus six and a half. What say you in this game? Yeah, I'm back at the Dolphins as well. I My biggest disappointment with the Broncos, everyone's talking about Sean Payton and, and Russell Wilson, but to me, it's their defense. Um, I was a mm-hmm. little bit high on the Broncos heading into the season. It was, and it was largely because of just how good their defense was through the first two-thirds of the season last year. I figured if their defense can be just as good as they were last year and their offense takes even just a small step forward, this is going to be a very good football team. Uh, but their defense has been bad. Um, they let the commanders make that comeback. I know Russell Wilson didn't look good in the second half in that game. Uh, miss some throws, but at the end of the day, their defense was the was the unit that allowed all those points in the comeback. So I'm actually disappointed in, in the Denver defense, and it's not like they've played really good offenses through the first two weeks. The Raiders and the, and the Commanders. Now they got to head to Miami and take on the Dolphins, who have been by far the best offense in the NFL so far this season. I mean, maybe it's a uh, too small of a sample size, and maybe their defense still is good, and they're going to step up in, in this game and kind of start to look like the defense that was dominant in the first two-thirds of the season last year. Or maybe their defense just isn't as good as I expected them to be. So uh, I'm going to fade the Broncos here on the road in Florida. Uh, I'll take the Dolphins. I think just their offense is going to overpower this defense. Uh, Ian, I see the Broncos got you with one of your survivor plays, but you still have one uh, still going. You made a, a deep run last year. A lot of options. What's the play this week? Uh, ironically, the Cowboys. Um, even though I was kind of crashing. <laughs> unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) A reason is because there's not a lot of teams I want to back the Cowboys against in Survivor for the rest of the season. So there was this Because they're fraudulent. Oh, Yeah, they're fraudulent. Listen, I'm not going to say the Cowboys are a bad football team. They are a good football team, but we got to pump the brakes on them being like an actual Super Bowl contender this year. But now they're taking on the Cardinals, who are, are, in my opinion, the worst team in the NFL. I think this is just an easy way to use the Cowboys. There's not a lot of situations I'm going to want to use the Cowboys this year. Playing against the Cardinals is one of them. Uh, so in Survivor, I'm just going to go with the Cowboys and move on to the next week. And they better not lose because if they lose, I'm coming after them oh, hard. And I'm going to come after them all season. So, <laughs> so I absolutely love this. I cannot wait to follow up throughout the season. Uh, what What's one of your – we've a Cowboys got less than yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. a star. Um, what is one of your favorite sides of the week that we didn't touch on? 30 seconds. Uh, um, I would say the, the the Vikings against the Chargers. This Chargers defense has been terrible. Um, uh, and I actually think the Vikings, ironically, last year they won a lot of games they didn't deserve to win. This year I think they deserve to be 2-0 and they've lost both those games. So it's complete opposite 
reaction uh, for the Vikings on. I think their offense is going to put up a million points against this Chargers defense, which has been the worst in the NFL. At least you stuck the landing, Ian. At least you stuck the landing. <laughs> Ian McMillan, senior editor of BetSided. Make sure to follow him on X at Ian MacBets. Thank you so much for your time, Ian. We greatly appreciate it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our five favorite plays for our NFL Pick'em Contest. That's right here on the BetQL Network.